USAA is proudly celebrating 100 years of serving the military community. It was a group of soldiers who launched USAA in 1922 by joining together to insure each other's vehicles when no one else would. Since then, USAA has grown to more than 13 million members strong. And through it all, one thing has remained. USAA is still serving the military community and their families. Find out more at USAA.com slash 100. And hot! Welcome to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center, originating from the Optum Podcast Studio, in partnership with podcast channel sponsor, Medicare Mentors, technology partner, Colorado Computer Support, and supporting partner, the WireNut Home Services. Happy New Year's listeners, and welcome to Veterans Voice Podcast, a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center. And welcome to 2024. <laughs> Today, we are kicking off a series of episodes covering resiliency. We have Chris Wizent here on today to, uh, to discuss Creek and Timber Legacy Program, which takes active duty and veteran soldiers out hunting throughout the country. Chris, thanks for coming on. Uh, thank you for what you do for the, for the community. Um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thanks for having me on. I joined the military in 2010, and I've been doing it ever since. I'm a Special Forces medic now, and um, now I'm working with Creek and Timber Legacy. And like you said, we take veterans and uh, active duty soldiers, both uh, hunting and fishing. Oh, cool. Uh, not just here in the Colorado area, but uh, in the Texas and uh, northeast up in Pennsylvania as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what's what's your big is it elk, uh, whitetail? I mean, I guess muley around here, deer. Well, re- region dependent, right? Okay. Um, big game hunts. I mean, it's always different state to state. Uh, mm-hmm. Different states have different rules for how tags can work. Okay. Um, so we do elk. We actually just wrapped up in November a uh, female veterans hunt, um, elk hunt, down in uh, northern New Mexico outside of Raton. Okay. And then um, right now we have turkey and antelope lined up in Wyoming. Awesome. And then uh, waterfowl, of course, um, yeah. kind of throughout wherever the wherever the migration takes them. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna back up a little bit here because I yep. want I want the listeners to to hear about you. Okay. And hear about how you what path took you down. Sure. To, to get to Creek and Timber. Okay. And, and you know. Your, your military background, because yeah. obviously you're a big military community listeners out there. Um, so let's okay. have them connect a little bit. So so your military career, how'd you start off? Uh, started out as a 68 whiskey. Okay. Um, which, both, which blends perfectly in the 18 Delta. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in just a sec. But uh, both my parents were in the military. Okay. Um, my dad was, you know... Uh, I forget what it was back then. Maybe still eleven Bravo, but uh, Ranger Tab guy, and I wanted to follow his footsteps, be Airborne Ranger, all that. And he was he went through the whole get out of the military, didn't have much, had to go to school, uh, learn a new career. And uh, where are you originally from? Grand Junction, Colorado. Okay, yeah. great. Well, and um, so you know, I tried about five or six different iterations of either infantry or almost infantry, something like that, and then eventually I. I think being a medic was like my sixth choice of things that I actually wanted to do, <laughs> and uh, I fell in love with it. That's so, awesome. first duty station was down at Fort Bliss. Uh, got my first combat rotation down there, which was good experience all around. Um, 
Yeah, that was a good time. Where, Short, was, that to, where was that to? Over in Afghanistan, okay. um, Logar and Wardak province over there. Nice. Uh, similar to what we were talking Been about. Been there? Been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> similar to what we were talking about prior to coming on. Um, I was in an F.A. battalion that got told they were all of a sudden running and gunning, kicking doors. So that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, it was the winter time, so not... Not as crazy. Not as crazy on the fights. Just a lot of a lot of IED stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't, they don't like fighting in the cold in their pajamas. I mean, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after that, I did some time over in Germany, over in uh, Europe Regional Medical Command, uh, working in a G three over there. So is that, that was Launchstuhl. Uh, no, Sembach is where it's okay. at. So Launchstuhl falls under their command. Okay. Yeah. I got, oh, so you're the command. I got you. Yeah. I- equivalent. Look at a hospital like a brigade, and mm-hmm. then. Um, a regional medical command would be like a division. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Um, How far away was that from Launchstool? Considering oh, Launch- oh, like like 45 minutes. I was going to say, yeah, because yeah, Launchstool is the only hospital right, <laughs> in <right>. Germany. <laughs> so, um, yeah, all the hospitals and clinics in Europe, and I want to say Africa as well, fall under there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. They've restructured since then, though. Um, but that's where I decided, you know, I'd gone from doing the combat medic thing, everything mm-hmm. you kind of associate with that, to sitting behind a desk being the lowest-ranking guy as a staff sergeant in yeah. a headquarters. Um, so I said, screw this. I'd worked with some 10th group guys, actually, um, on my first trip. So I decided to go to selection and see how it would pan out. I got picked up. So, of course, you know, had to continue to pursue it. And then uh, I was successful through the course and got stationed here in 10th group, which is re- ultimately what I wanted Uh Considering I'm from here, I'm a mountain kid. That's, yeah. uh, I mean, growing up, I was that kid that was, you know, barefoot everywhere I went in the <laughs> summer. So uh, just happy to be back here in the mountains. Yeah. Well, Chris, I got to take uh, one minute here for yep. our sponsors. So Optum Colorado, Veterans Voice is produced in the Optum Podcast Studio. Optum Colorado is a Mountain View medical group, part of Optum, offer 20 clinics throughout the Pikes Peak region. Their primary and specialty care doctors provide quality, patient-centered care backed by Optum's industry-leading health services and technology. Optum is dedicated to helping our community live healthier while keeping care affordable. Visit OptumCare.com Colorado to learn more and schedule your appointment today. Medicare Mentors. When it's time to consider your Medicare options, it's time to talk with Medicare Mentors. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark, is veteran-owned a long-standing Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center partner, and the Veterans Voice podcast channel provider. More than that, they go above and beyond to make sure that when you need them, they're they're lending a helping hand. Medicare Mentors, powered by Spark. Always above and beyond. Visit MedicareMentorsLLC.com for more information. We're back here with Chris from Creek and Timber Legacy Program, telling his story about himself. Um, Yeah, you know, when when the SF guys take take the, the FOB guys out on the... Yeah. On, on the range, that was probably, man, that was some of the funnest I ever had. We went out Christmas Day. I'll never forget this. I had a Santa Claus suit. They let me bring it out to the range, and I was shooting off Gustav rounds in a Santa Claus suit. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is the uh, Army stuff that I oh, want to yeah. do. Yeah. And, of course, went to selection right after that. <laughs> right. Which, this is where I said, like, sometimes it's exactly the same, because uh, on my last trip, uh Dressed up like the uh, the inflate in the inflatable dinosaur suit, the inflatable T Rex, just shooting, launching mortars, and <laughs> just roaring it up. Oh man, those uh, those old Afghan trips, man. When yeah, when they was kind of, I mean, you're out in the fob by yourself, and they just you had your own range, and man, we just 
had so much fun out those, those, it, those, it, those, it, those, it is. It is. Like th- those yeah. were the you know some of the few times it was even you know as a Green Beret like quiet professionals. A lot of us, yes, we're all very. A lot of us are pretty egotistical. Oh, I yeah. guess. Um, but not in a team room, right? You know, we're no. not like you know. You, you always feel like the worst guy in the team room, but. But man, when you're in those, got the big beard, you've been jacking weights for months <laughs> straight. You're just biggest you've ever been, and you're like, man, I am pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like, hey, this is not bad. This is not a bad yeah. life. I mean, minus going out and getting shot at at night. Well, <laughs> <laughs> we'll but that was we'll fun. ignore that. That's, that was yeah. fun sometimes too. Yeah, sometimes, exactly. Most time it wasn't. But <laughs> you're listening to the Veterans Voice, presented by USAA in partnership with Optum. Medicare Mentors, Colorado Computer Support, and the WireNet Home Services. So how many trips did you, ha- uh, did you have with uh, 10th Group then? Just one. Just one. Yeah, I that decided to quit early. Yeah, 2019. Um, I decided to quit early. You know. Yeah. Uh, ended up- <laughs> Why, uh, hey, Chris, why did you <laughs> decide to quit? <laughs> uh, as, as my buddy Brad would say, I picked up the enemy marksman badge. <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was shot. I was shot. <laughs> Where? I mean. Um, up in Kunduz province. I was shot in the, um, in the uh, right, like, pelvis area. Uh-huh. Um, it was uh, green on blue. So I kind of walked past the guy uh, a number of times. We had a truck that was stuck, so vehicle recovery. Walked past him a number of times. Final time, we were loading up, getting ready to leave. Um, gave him the old head nod, like, have a good night. He let me get about 15, 20 yards past him, and uh, he shot me, and then our fox. Um, dropped him. Dropped him. We were both hit in almost the exact same spot. Oh, wow. Um, oddly enough, I had my Glock on my hip and that caught two rounds that would have hit me and then the um you know you've got the strike edge of your your plate carrier there mm-hmm. i had one hit right behind my head um on the edge not oh. the not the strike face but the actual like edge i didn't even find that bullet until maybe a year and a half two years later so we were... on the edge it still stopped it yeah yeah what was he it was ak uh no five five six it was a m16 wow yeah so um that was an interesting time i Ended up getting a grenade kill. I had the last laugh. I killed him. <laughs> so that was good. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a wild time. And your fox was that? Was My this... fox was Brian. Yeah, that was a rough summer for for 10th group. We yeah. you know, lost three senior mm-hmm. NCOs, phenomenal, phenomenal NCOs that, that summer. And then, and, and many more. Oh, yeah. Many more WIAs. Oh, yeah. Uh, that summer. That was, uh, that was kind of the last big push. I mean, there was some push in. And into twenty a little bit, but after after nineteen, it kind of slowed down. And then I, we went. I I was in third battalion, and we went and shut down everything in twenty one. And that right. was that was a miserable time. But I have yet to hear a single good review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Do not yeah. recommend yeah. <laughs> shutting down Afghanistan. So, well, because I think that was kind of around the same timeline as COVID too. So everything <laughs> kind of got weird with that. As the warrant on the team, I had to have a COVID slide. In okay. my con con ops, okay. my concepts Perfect. of the operation. Perfect. That's yeah. <laughs> I was like, that sums it up. I was like, as the yeah, the warrant. I'm like sitting there writing out these these uh, con ops, and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that sums it right, up. Be, when we get back for a mission, we're gonna strip down in the parking lot and hop in the shower <laughs> because yeah. that's gonna stop. Going. That'll, that'll stop it. <laughs> but but yeah, interesting times. I mean, like, I had you know two tri- two combat trips to Afghanistan, and it's 
you know, even even the hardest times, like you said before, you can always still look back and look at something that you just like shake your head and laugh a little bit. Like that was the dumbest shit. Yeah. <laughs> so are you are you still in? Currently, yeah. Okay. Kind of transitioning out. I should start my like medical retirement process here pretty okay. soon. Okay. All right. So you're currently currently transitioning uh, out of tenth group out of the military. Yep. Um, just know Mount Carmel here uh, has a ton of resources for you for that transition. Yeah, um, that actually, I don't think I knew that this was up. I might have heard about it, but I don't think I actually knew what kind of infrastructure was up mm-hmm. here. I was looking at your guys' website, and uh, I, I was surprised at what was offered on there for sure. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. we'll make sure to give you, give you the tour before we go. to Maybe even link in uh, Creek and Timber and Mount Carmel together, and maybe we'll push some of your resources out here too. Because Yeah, that'd be huge. Uh, because you do have a great program. Um, but we'll talk about your program here in just a second as I go back to a word from our sponsor, Colorado Computer Support. Imagine never having to worry about your information systems ever again. Colorado Computer Support, the exclusive Veterans Voice Technology Partner, meeting all of our computing needs. Colorado Computer Support is veteran-owned. They're your team for innovative, collaborative IT services and solutions to enhance and support your Colorado business. When you need IT services to keep your business going, make sure the Colorado Computer Support Team is on your team. Call 719-355-2440 to learn more. That's 719-355-2440. The Wirenut Home Services. Every season brings a new strain on your home systems. Veterans Voice Partner, The Wirenut Home Services, is the company you can count on to handle your heating, cooling, and electrical needs. They're family-owned, proud to employ honest, hardworking Coloradans. When you need plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical help, The Wirenut does that. Call 719-399-5021. That's 719-399-5021. All right, so we're back here with Chris. from Creek and Timber Legacy. How long is uh how long have you guys been around for? Uh, so here in Colorado, we are just starting our second year. Uh, I actually got involved with Creek and Timber just a couple years ago through Special Forces Foundation because mm-hmm. you know we're partnered together yep. along with Seal Future Foundation, and uh, I needed a little bit of help, and so you guys plugged me in with a Creek and Timber hunt out in Arkansas. Uh, met Dustin, the, one of the the founders and president of the uh, Dallas division. That's originally where they were, uh, where they started out of. We hit it off. We kind of stayed in contact. That was one of the th- – I'd done those veteran hunts before, and that was one of the things that really made Creek and Timber different, for me anyway, was we stayed in contact throughout the year, not just a, like, here's your one weekend experience and we're mm-hmm. never going to talk again. And they wanted to branch out and grow, so uh, they reached out to me. So big honor to kind of stand up and start a new. This is my first time doing anything like this, and then also out in um, Pennsylvania, uh, start a division out there with another one of our former recipients. Awesome, yeah, that's great. And that's you know when it comes to nonprofits and when it comes to doing this work, I, I will I will tell you like we help a lot of people. Yeah, uh, Mount Carmel helps a lot of people. And and sometimes it is difficult to keep that that conversation going with them mm-hmm. and that check ins with them, but but we try always always Mount Carmel and the Special Forces Foundation and it, that that means a lot to people um, because it just shows you care, right? Yeah. Like because that I don't I want to say that there's nonprofits out there that are doing things for the wrong reasons because I feel like they're all doing it for the right reasons, but. Some of them do. They they have that mentality of like, okay, we've 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 done our part. We've done our our care. We've helped. We helped this many people this year, right? And and 
but then there's no follow up of like, hey, you know, how are you doing now? What what are you up to now? And that's that's what I think really stands apart some nonprofit organizations of of just checking back in and yeah and making sure that people are still on the right road to recovery. Yeah. Um, or just to say, hey, we're still here mm-hmm. because because some I don't know how many times, and I'm, I know you've probably ran into it too. Of you're trying to get guys out on hunts, and they're like, "Ah, oh, we don't deserve it. Why do I deserve it?" Oh yeah. Like I, I don't. I didn't do anything cool. I didn't do anything. I'm like, you signed the dotted line, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> you or your sister, or whatever. I mean, you know, you signed you signed the line, and, and and just for that, you deserve it. Right. I mean, that's what this money is is for. Um, everybody out there deserves it. I don't care if you were a cook for two years. I don't care if you were a green beret and everything in between. Like there's all these programs out there mm-hmm. to help veterans. And there's so many. So uh, you know what? If we call you, take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. It's, it's already, that's what, uh, you know, it's already bought and paid for. It's, it's all it, it, whoever's, whoever's providing the service fills their cup. You know, I don't, do this because of any other reason than I maybe get to help somebody who was in a position that I was in. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's help definitely... me help you help me. I say that on here yeah, all the time. Exactly. Because if I'm not helping people, I'm in the basement drinking. <laughs> right. right <laughs> like, exactly. Like it, this is, this is my therapy. Yeah. Is, yeah 100%. is to go out and help veterans. I found my purpose in life and, in, in, in speaking to veterans and, and helping veterans. Yeah. And that's like, if I'm not, if I'm not doing that, I'm, I might, I might spiral myself. So, you know, help me help you help me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, full disclosure even in doing that sometimes i hit the spiral and i gotta you know make that phone call to you know that guy that i can call yeah and uh either one put myself in check or you know get a little bit of get a little bit of support sometimes yeah. oh know, yeah it, There's... it never goes away yeah it never goes away and, and, and don't ever try to do it on your by yourself yeah right that's another reason why these nonprofits are out there is right. is to help a, give a hand because you're not going to walk in you're not going to walk down the streets of Kabul or or you know Baghdad by yourself are you no, no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. And there's and there's plenty of people out there helping, putting the hand out there to, to shake and say, "Hey, I got you, brother, yeah. sister. <laughs> I, got, I got you. I got your back." Yeah. And don't ever try to fight these battles on yourself on your own. Because, I mean, you can go on a just just because you signed and 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 you might be having a hard time. Call up Creek and Timber. They and you, if you're like these hunting, even if you've never been hunting before. I'm sure that there's plenty of opportunities, even for for brand new people who've never hunted before. What what do you use? Oh yeah, so that um, elk hunt that we did, all of our recipients, mm-hmm. um, only one of them had previous hunting experience, uh, but it was only whitetail mm-hmm. in uh, somewhere in the Midwest, and so this was her first, you know, Western hunt, stock animals, shoot from. Actually, she made a pretty cool shot, uh, but. You know, kind of working through all that. That's that part's easy. And if hunting and killing an animal isn't your thing, then you know we can go fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, just being out on the water is is therapeutic in and of itself. So. Oh, absolutely. So, Chris, when you talk about making those those placements, then do you look at? I mean, obviously, you've had the all female. Mm-hmm. groups and things like that is there anything else that when you're you're taking these like I assume there's an application process if people have shared some of their experiences or branch experience or, or whatever is is there kind of a a magic mix that goes into figuring out who might be a good fit or, or you know figuring out who goes on what expedition yes and no that's always the goal um, but it's always a struggle with you know, people getting put into a hunt and then last minute 
they just kind of bail, you know, just filling the spot so that way the, the money's not wasted. But that's what yeah. we try to do. We have a, if you go onto our website, uh, creekandtimberlegacy.org, there's a form there. So even if there's a loved one that you know is not going to reach out, right? Your spouse, you just know they're hard-headed and, and they're not ready to make that step. You can sign them up and put in any kind of specific note. Um, you can say they don't like hunting or they don't like fishing. And we, we'll, we'll do our best to get a list, right? And our Excel Order sheet. List. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Our Excel sheet. And we'll um, put everybody in and we'll just kind of start going down going down the list and trying our best to match people. Um, but how many spots are on any given trip on average, or do they vary? I would say, yeah, it varies. Um, we've done some with right around 15 to 20. Um, that was one of our bigger fishing trips out in Maine, and um, that was a really successful, really great event. We've also, our average, though, uh, what's most manageable is about four, four recipients, and then that that gives us, very small and cozy. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So the big ones are great. They're a lot of fun, um, and guys get to kind of make those connections. But the four recipients together lets us kind of guide and cook and clean and do everything. And on safety. Our... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. is there a wait time? Once you apply, is there a generalized wait time? And are there also, like, differences in seasonal frequencies? Yeah, so, I mean – a lot of things are seasonal dependent, right? So with the new year, um, all of our big game seasons are coming to a close. So we kind of transition over to waterfowl, um, which is really good for our recipients with less mobility um, or less stamina or just don't want to run and run around in the mountains. Uh, so that's kind of the transition there. And then once we hit spring and summer, we get a little bit of turkey and then go into um, our fishing trips. Mm-hmm. And then by next fall, it's back into uh, big game things. Again, the big game stuff is just what landowners are willing to donate to us. Um, it, it, that's where it gets kind of challenging. Is um, that the most logistically the most difficult? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, mostly because, again, states are different. So with our New Mexico one, that's not too terrible because it, it's an over-the-counter tag you can just go and buy it online and go hunt Mm -hmm. Um, Colorado is a little bit different and our spot in Wyoming you actually have to the landowners willing to donate the hunts and everything but the recipient actually has to have the points in order to receive the hunt in in, yeah exactly you have an idea of how many hunts you guys have done so far oh this year I want to say roughly 10 10? Maybe a few less than that. We have a spot with a waterfowl hunting club outside of Loveland, Colorado. Okay. So that is, you know, really nice just to be able to access that land that's that's available to that club. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just a day trip where a guy's struggling with something and he wants to, or she, uh, wants to <laughs> uh, kind of escape life and just talk to a person one-on-one and just have a good time with a little bit of, you know, distraction, uh, That that's now available to us, which is different than previous that's, years. That's awesome. I mean, that's yeah. great. Where do you see uh, Creek and Timber Legacy here in the, in the future? Well, in the short term, I won't spoil too much, but we are working on a, well, now we have an annual thing with the Greeley Archery Club, doing an archery event out there every year. Mm-hmm. Golf tournament coming down in all three of our regions. So again, always a good time to get out. Uh, usually some good things come from that. But long term, ideally, 
we want to expand, obviously, Colorado, basically Canada to Mexico, all of the uh, mountain states. So that way we can always have somebody going on some sort of big game event. Dropping that, you know, this is my this is my pain. This is my pain because it can be a group thing. And it, it, it's going every time you tell that story, it's going to help somebody yeah. outside of you. Right. And that's powerful. That's right. you have a lot of power with what you went through, you know, because there's a lot of people that are out there listening right now that that have never done what you just just told the story you just told. Right. They, they haven't. And that might make it a little bit easier for them to, to tell that story now, too. So, man, thank you so much for coming on. No, uh, thanks for having me. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for Creek and Timber Legacy and Dustin. Uh, give me the website one more time and just anything else that, that is tied to it that people can t- can search it out and get on there, apply, and, and get out there for a hunt or fish. Yep. So the uh, the website is creekandtimberlegacy.org. Um, on that website, there's different tabs for each division, uh, Pennsylvania, Colorado, and then Texas as well. Um, and on there is all of our our forms that you need to do in order to to sign up or again you don't have to sign yourself up if there's a loved one that you want to uh, put in for this by all means sign up that that person Um, and then as far as social media goes all the platforms if you just search creek and timber legacy uh, we'll we'll pop up there yeah yeah awesome hey everybody out there listening if you sign the dotted line doesn't matter what branch doesn't matter what job doesn't matter how long you spend in time you're worth it you guys are, everybody's out there is worth it. There's plenty of places to go to heal. There's plenty of places to go to get resources. You got Mount Carmel, a veteran service center here in Colorado Springs, Creek and Timber Legacies out there with a different kind of, of healing through through sport and, and trying to find a purpose out there. And with all these resources, everybody, you have, once you, once you get in, you're part of the family and you're on a, on a better road to recovery, better path for behavior health and becoming a better family member, better father, better mother, better husband, wife, whatever it may be that, that you are, son, even son or daughter. Um, so go out there and use these resources because everybody out there is worth it. So again, Chris, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for Creek and Timber. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's but it's really important, uh, really important work. And, and thank you for sharing your story. That's awesome, man. So appreciate yeah, no, it. No, thank you. I appreciate being here. You've been listening to The Veterans Voice, presented by USAA. Veterans Voice is a service of Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center and originates from the Optum Podcast Studio, located on the Mount Carmel Veterans Service Center campus in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The podcast channel is provided by Medicare Mentors. Computing Power is provided by Technology Partner Colorado Computer Support. Additional funding is provided by supporting partner, the Wirenut Home Services. Veterans Voice airs on flagship station KRDO News Radio Sundays at 7.30 a.m. The podcast publishes Saturday at 8 a.m. and is available on all your favorite podcast apps.
Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center, a proud partner of Next Chapter, a community wellness collaborative serving veterans and their families. Locations in Colorado Springs, Pueblo, and Trinidad. If you or someone you know might be considering suicide, dial 988. Mount Carmel Veteran Service Center, facilitating successful transitions for veterans and their families. With job placement assistance, wellness services, and more. Locations in Colorado Springs, Pueblo, and Trinidad. Get started today at veteranscenter.org. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. Veterans, have you downloaded the VA Health and Benefits mobile app? It makes it easy to manage your health care and benefits. In a newer feature, the app lets you review your VA prescriptions. Download the app on your iPhone or the Google App Store or wherever you get your mobile apps. That's the VA Health and Benefits mobile app.